Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 157. It is Friday, November 3rd. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim's here. Hey, guys. How's it going, Tim here? So on this week's episode, we're uh, we're recapping all the stuff that just went down, like our LGV30 review is now out. I, I know it's taken a while, but it's there, both written and video. Uh, HTC announced a couple of phones this week, one in particular we're really excited about that will also never touch, and we'll talk about that. Uh, I, I don't really want to talk about the Pixel 2 XL's display that much more, but we did ask everyone on the site what their thoughts were because a bunch of you have the phone in hand now so we'll, we'll share some of those reactions uh razor announced a phone this week and it's got specs galore we know what the next one plus phone's called we got oreo and the galaxy sa there's actually quite a bit of stuff going on and uh and we'll even talk about the essential phone again because uh it's really starting to get to that point where you should probably consider it if your budget is around 500 bucks so uh, first, though, let's just dive into the LG V30, uh, kind of wrap it up now that we've published reviews. I mean, you and I have been off and on this phone for a while now, and uh, it got kind of cut off for a little bit there by Pixel 2 phones. Sorry, LG. That's just, just kind of how, how things go when Google announces a phone. Um, but our, our review's out. Do you just kind of want to give uh, maybe your bottom? I feel like we've talked a lot about the V30, so I don't know that we need to talk for an hour about it, but do you want to give like your bottom line? Like what's the deal with the V30? Good phone, bad phone, average phone, great phone. Should you buy it? You should totally buy it. It's a really nice phone, actually. LG's best phone to date, and I think we've said that like a hundred times now. And I can't repeat it enough because I want LG to hear me, and I want them to continue on this path of excellence. The hardware is fantastic. Camera's really good. Software is getting better. It's still not perfect, but it's it's getting there. Um, I I don't know what more you can ask for from a phone. It had really good battery life. Uh, the display looked good. Nice saturated colors and all that good stuff. You know, I didn't I didn't really notice a lot of ghosting or any of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, easily LG's best. And and if you are an LG fan, you don't mind custom skins or applying a theme and custom launchers and icons, then I'd say go ahead and pick it up. Uh, you won't be dissatisfied, I don't think. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. It's one of those, uh, it, it's it's their best. So whenever somebody releases a new phone, it's it it should be their best phone to date, right? But this is this one just feels a little different. Like, you know, we had last year, we had the, what, the G5, which flopped. And then- there's the V20, which I was not a fan of at all. So last year was not really a good year for LG. I didn't think this year. Then we got the G6, which was um, sort of started us down this path of getting to the V30. Uh, I don't really know the differences between the lines anymore, but the V30 kind of took all the advancements they made in design and style and all of that in the G6 and just polished it. And like this phone it doesn't really come off as like a V series phone any longer other than quad DAC, but it's kind of like this mix between that and like a G series. Right. But it's just good. Like design was like in hand, the phone feels incredible. Like you said, it's got this big old display, which I'm with you. I think this display is totally fine. And I know it's probably the same one that's in the pixel two XL and it does the color shift like all AMOLEDs do. Um, It uh, it was fine though, and like LG gives you tons of controls to like tune the colors of it. Like, there, you can take away the reds and blues and greens and warmer, cooler, whatever you want. There's color profiles. Like, if you were worried about the color profiles of like say the Pixel Two XL, those aren't issues on this phone because you can control all that stuff. Unlike what Google did over there. So display, I thought I think it's totally fine, and just like the form factor, it just looks really cool anyway. Um, I like the cameras because I like that wide angle camera. Um, I don't care about the zooming bokeh effect second camera. I mean, like Google has proven you could do bokeh effects really, really good without need of a secondary camera. So LG said, yeah, exactly. Let's use a wide angle camera. I like it. Uh, Battery life is fine. It's got wireless charging for people who care about wireless charging. And then there's the quad DAC. I I don't care about the DAC, but a lot of people do. And either way, if you just plug headphones in there, you should get a better sound experience on this phone. It has a headphone jack. Um, I don't know. There's a ton to like here. The software is, it's meh. Yeah, the software experience isn't all that great, but what I do appreciate are the tweaks that 
LG does provide with the software. For example, you were talking about the DAC. Yeah. I mean, I was playing with the DAC. Typically, you know, these companies have trained me or programmed me to just use Bluetooth now. So I was using Bluetooth a lot. But when I'm during the review process, I plugged in headphones, you know, so I could test out the DAC. And really, the DAC's quite incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sound difference, it, it, it was almost like night and day. I was rocking these Audio Technicas and like it. The, the audio was clear. The music sounded very crisp. Rocking some Depeche mode. It was really awesome. Um, so they really let you tweak that within the settings. But then also, what I appreciate uh, about the software is on the display spectrum, you can actually you know tweak individual RGB values, set the color temperature and all that stuff. I mean, really, if you're concerned about the display, you can really tweak with that. I mean, you can change up the resolution if you want. You can do a lot of cool stuff. So... Yeah, this isn't the bare bones approach of Google, like LG gives no, it all to you. Exactly. They gave it all. And, but like you said, the the line between G, G series and V series is really starting to blur. I don't know exactly what LG is going to do about that in terms of branding and marketing. Not that they really market too heavily anyway, but so, I mean, for us, like, you know, Android nerds, we would want to know, right? Like, yeah. so I, I could imagine the G7 next year being the v30 basically but <laughs> right. then what is the v40 so i don't know uh great phone though if anyone was like on the fence about that just go check it out like I, you won't be disappointed yeah really really nice job from lg um i i mean i don't really have any complaints i mean like we talked about the software look it's just lg skin it's not running oreo yet but like in korea the v30 they already opened up an oreo beta so <clears throat> they may have oreo fairly soon um it, it, it's just overall it's a really good phone and, and at the price it's like 800 bucks maybe a little bit more depending on the carrier if you go buy a note 8 you know you're looking at over 900 bucks right so uh if you get pixel 2 xl you eight fifty nine fifty. so the phone kind of undercuts those two um, it so does. it's kind of a decent value there too, with all the stuff and it has a headphone jack and a quad deck. I mean, you like, you get some extra stuff in it over some of those phones. So yeah, V30, really, really nice phone. I know people always want to ask like, and I've already seen in the chat, like, what would you buy? Like note eight or V30 Samsung or this, <clears throat> I don't know. Like I, I wrote a piece earlier this week where I just said like, I don't know which phone you should buy. Cause they're all good. Like they are. Like you just kind of have to look at each and compare them. And we, you know, we do spec comparisons. We try to do all these things to help you make that decision. But like, if you're just saying like, which would I choose the V30 over the Note 8? I don't know. Okay. So for me personally, I would choose the V30 because I think the Note 8's too big, but you might not think the Note 8's too big. So would I choose this over the Pixel 2 XL? Probably not because I like Google software. So like, these are those decisions you need to make. We're just telling you it's a really good phone. Yeah, I mean, if you're one of those people who likes to sit in like that loyalty camp, like, oh, I only use LG devices or I only use Samsung devices, this is the first year where no device really trounces any other, right? Like, I mean, every everyone can be proud of what it is that their favorite company is putting out. And and like you wrote, I mean, it's, it's a really good time to be a smartphone buyer. There's so many great options. 2017 has been really good to us. Yeah, uh, I would say so. So... Let's hope for the same in 2018, maybe. Yay, 2018, <laughs> which we're getting pretty close to now. It's just kind of crazy. 2017, it's almost gone. It's crazy. It is. All right, so yeah, V30, it's a really good phone. I think if you buy it, you'll really like it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so ETC announced two, well, sort of three phones this week. Um, here's one of them. This is called the HTC U11 Life, and it's coming to the U.S. Um, I don't want to talk too much about this because it's a mid-range phone. It costs 350 bucks or 300 if you buy it from T-Mobile. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, a mid, it's a mid-tier phone. The other phone they announced, which I don't have and I probably never will have here, is called the HTC U11 Plus, which we've been talking about off and on, well, on the show for sure, but on the site for a couple of weeks now. The HTC U11 Plus is HTC's first full display phone. It is packed with everything you could ever want from a flagship phone. Um, Unfortunately, HTC has decided they are not going to sell it in the United States. Uh, It's going to be sold elsewhere, other countries, Europe, probably Asia, whatever. Uh, It's not coming here. And uh, 
that sucks. This phone looks awesome. Uh, we, so we, we've known this for a while. <laughs> we obviously haven't been able to talk about this. Uh, yeah, talk about disappointing. We've seen some people. I, look, I know HTC has struggled for years to sell phones. We've had quite a few people respond like, what? This phone's not coming here? Like people are legitimately disappointed that this phone is not coming to the US. Are you as disappointed as I am? Like I'm kind of sad about it. Like this phone looks great. What a silly question, Kellen. Like I think HTC could not be any more dumb when it comes to launching phones these days. So, like you said, we've known that it's not coming to the US for a while, but and ever, you know, I've seen so much hype here in America about the U11 Plus and every time I saw like a post about it or a comment about it, I just want to be like, don't get too excited, like <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I think you probably typed that and deleted it every time every you time. wrote a post about it. Yeah. Uh even people on our site, you know, they they were really excited for the U11 Plus and for good reason, right? It's a sweet-looking phone. Oh man, that translucent kind of back like you can oh, see yeah. through it. Like that is so hot. Yes. But yeah, not coming here. So, I I think HTC uh I think there's a reasoning to it. Obviously, there must be a reasoning, right? It's going everywhere else except here. Uh, I mean, there's got to be a reason. We don't know exactly. You know, Google okay, well, and HTC will probably never talk about it. But yeah, so, so we can talk about it. So the the reason they told me is that when they launch phones, they don't like stepping on other smartphone buyers' toes who may have purchased their previous phones. This is what they told me. And I, I, I'm not quoting them. I'm paraphrasing our conversation. I, I don't remember the exact quote. What they told me was, we decided in the US that we didn't want to launch this here because it was too close to the U11 launching. Which, when the hell did the U11 come out? It was like, that was April? Because they announced it super early, but then it, they waited a while. Is that we April? It in June. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, right. So we reviewed it in June. I mean, think about that for a second. So th- they announced it probably around then. I can't remember if we had one prior to what. I mean, we had a U11 early on. Of May we unboxed it. So end of May we unboxed it. Okay, so if they announced it in May, and then like. LG and Samsung both release two phones a year in the US. They do fine. I like, talk the I, Galaxy S8, right. we get the Note. We get the the G series and the V series. Like they both do it. <clears throat> anyway, so okay, so this is what HTC told me. Anyway, back on that. Um, they told me that it was too close to the U11. They didn't want to piss a bunch of people off. They bought the U11. They decided we should just skip it. So what about all those other all those other countries? Like, don't they sell the U11 there? And now they're doing so they'll step on england's toes <laughs> not the united states i i don't understand that was what they told me though uh that was sort of like the the bottom line was like they didn't want to piss off all these other u11 people so they skipped it yeah well i mean that's a bs answer we can i, I would agree yes. we can all agree that that's a bs answer i make that argument like i mean that's the exact argument i make about one plus going from one plus five to the five T so soon after I'm like, Kimmel, you're stepping on the toes of the early adopters. Like what the hell, man? However, the U 11 plus versus the U 11, it's like night and day. It's not even the same thing at all. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same. So it's a completely different phone. That's like HTC's most advanced, best looking future proof, awesome top tier phone. Again, I've never held it. This is just like what I'm looking at. It looks like their best phone by miles. And yeah, no, we're going to skip the U.S. because we don't want to piss off the U11 guys. Get out of here. What? what U11 guys? There's no U11. Right. There's like five U11 That's guys. the other thing. What U11 guys? Yeah. So, I, don't, I mean, we talked. Um, well, so the, so there's this. Um, so, so The Verge reported yesterday that they have a source that says that this phone is essentially the canceled HTC made Pixel 2 XL. The musky. Yeah, Muskie. So Muskie was canceled. And it, it's really funny because last week on the show, Tim <laughs> made that that point like four times. And I was like reading something as he was making that point. And I had, I had been like, he told me when the story dropped yesterday and I was like, yeah. And he goes, how is that news? Like I said that last <laughs> week and I was like, you did? And he pulls up this clip and he said like four times. I missed every single time. Anyway, so there's a report out there that that's what this is. Obviously, it looks completely different than what Google is going to make. This doesn't look like the Pixel 2 XL, right? So they they made it look HTC style. But uh, 
this could have been potentially what the Pixel 2 XL was. Um, <clears throat> so what we were talking about is did uh, HTC and Google basically say like, yeah, you could take all that work we did for the Pixel 2 XL that we canceled, but you can't release it in the U.S. I, I don't know if they actually did that or not. That's 100% speculation on our part. It just seems a little weird that they're launching this phone everywhere else except the U.S. And it's basically a Pixel 2 XL. Right. I mean, six. Yeah, we, we haven't really talked about the specs, but it is, uh, well, it's running Oreo already, number one. <laughs> Has a six inch uh, Super LC six quad HD display, that 18 by nine, two by one ratio. Um, Snapdragon 835, 64 gig storage, 4 gig RAM, a 12 megapixel ultra pixel camera. Um, has a huge 3930 milliamp hour battery, you know, no headphone jack, Bluetooth 5.0 fingerprint sensor it's got boom sound and all that stuff ip68 water resistance aren't the pixel 2 phones ip67 so it's even more water resistant than or dust i guess impressive Uh, so like specs wise it matches up really closely to what the pixel 2 xl was going to be um it looks incredible it's not coming here though it looks really good you know and and that's all we really want to get the point across is that you know, this is like the first HTC phone in a while for me, but I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this thing is looking hot. And then, you know, you find out it's like a shot to the gut, you yeah. know, you're like, what the hell HTC? Like I want to root for you, man. Like, I don't want you to die. Yeah. But eh. yeah, Either way. The, the U11 was a really good phone. My big thing with it was the design looked like it was from the year before it didn't have the full display. It had the stupid capacitive buttons. Like this phone is HTC's return to on-screen buttons, fingerprint readers on the back. Like you said, it has this trans, you could buy in this translucent color where you can actually see inside the phone. Like that's cool. Um, I'm sure the software will be fine. You know, it's still HTC sense, but it's already running Oreo. Um, It's like the ultimate HTC phone. Like this could be the comeback HTC phone. No, uh, it's it's not. It's not coming here. How disappointing! I can't even say it enough. Like this phone looks great. I know we can import one, whatever. Like what's nah, the point? Don't what's do the it. Point. Yeah. How unfortunate. So that did happen this week. Um, but but they this one though this one's coming to the US. You can buy it today. U11 Life. No thanks. Old button down there, capacitive everything. Uh, the <laughs> package here though for uh, 350 is not terrible. It's like a full HD display. It's got squeezy sides. I think it's water resistant. The USB port is like way over here, which is really <laughs> weird. They it's always fine. do that it's weird a, stuff. It's a mid-range phone. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, U11 Plus not not coming here. Sorry, everyone who was excited about that. Wish we could have told you sooner, but <laughs> yeah, wish we could have. Yeah, it was like all this hype building up. HTC's official account, not HTC USA, but like the official HTC accounts, but teasing it, yeah. and the whole time we're like, mm, don't get too excited, <laughs> USA folk. That um, sucks. So yeah, very very unfortunate. I, I will say, um, when this when this report came out that this was based off of Musky. Um, just keep in mind that, and well, I guess I've seen like the, the initial reaction was, oh, this could have been the best and it wouldn't have had all these display issues, you know, the Pixel 2 XL. <clears throat> so keep in mind that Google would have put an AMOLED panel, like even though HTC was building the Pixel 2 XL, had they released this phone, it would have had an AMOLED. It's not going to have this super LCD six that HTC uses. Google is like fully into OLED panels. The last like six flagships they've released are all AMOLEDs, right? Or OLEDs. The only one that wasn't in recent history was the Nexus 5X. And that was because that was a cheap phone. It had an LCD and it was probably done to conserve, you know, cut the cost. So all of their top tier phones dating back to the Nexus 6 have been OLED. They would have had an OLED in this. We don't know where they would have got it from. But if it was six inch, it probably could have still come from LG and it probably still would have had some issues. So just like, let's all chill there. It no. wasn't going to be the super LCD six that HTC put in here. It just wasn't going to be. So either way, it looks hot. Yeah. I looks can't calm down. <clears throat> yeah, it looks pretty hot. So uh, I have no idea pricing. Uh, I don't even know when it's coming out, to be honest. I don't know if HTC talked about that. They told some other countries, I think. I, just, I don't even care. It's not coming here. I know if you're listening from another country, 
that sucks that we're probably not going to talk about it much more but we we talk about u.s flagships that's kind of what we do yeah that's what we like (laughs) yep all right well oh no they they did announce some other stuff right they said what were they're doing next year what did they say they're doing next year releasing like six phones or something crazy like that yeah so htc's uh current president he says we can expect five to six devices from htc next year in 2018 with a focus on dual camera setups Mm. like everybody else except google except google who's like whatever well you know next year's google phones will have a stupid dual camera oh yeah anything that they talk smack about this year like i mean in the commercials they're saying we can do everything with just one camera next year it'll confirmed it'll have to yeah uh one thing i didn't mention about this u11 life uh in the u.s it runs since and uh and that's kind of it internationally it's actually an android one phone and it runs stock android (laughs) so internationally there is an android one version which you can't buy in the u.s here this is the version it runs since so if you were ever wondering if HTC did just didn't like America, like that's pretty much your answer, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're pulling out of the U.S. Yeah. Maybe they are selling phones elsewhere, and they don't really care that much about the U.S. I'm not really sure, but uh, it's not it's not a good. It doesn't seem like a good strategy anyway. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't sell phones, so what do I know? You don't know nothing. I don't. This is true. All right, let's talk quickly about the Pixel 2 XL's display for hopefully the last time ever. Uh, again, this week we asked, we just threw a question out there to um, all of the readers and said, look, you've had the phone now for a week or so. What do you think? How's the display? Um, so let's see. Jax in the, in the comments says, the shift is the worst problem, but it's not the one that bothers me. 90% of the time I'm using my phone straight on. Shocker. What? Just like we tried to tell everyone, <laughs> hey, we look at our phones straight on. The other 10% of the time, it's just at a glance. Uh, let's see. Burn-in doesn't yet exist. Dull colors, not a big deal. Okay, not a big deal. <laughs> let's see, what else? Uh, opened my phone a few days ago and thought, wow, the internet is... I can't say that word. Blue sift is so slight and extreme angle and at extreme angles. I would have never noticed if, if it weren't for the uproar grain is non-existent. Colors are more saturated than my S eight and SRGB mode. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. I think it looks, I think it looks phenomenal. So uh, let's see. What else do we got? There's like 300 comments on here, by the way. Uh, let's see. It has made me decide to never listen to internet recommendations again. It's a, it's a non-issue. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot believe the belly aching about the display. My goodness. It is just fine. If it was any brighter or more saturated, it would burn my eyes out. Oh, all right. Let's see. <laughs> had the phone for a week so far and I'm not, I'm, and I'm more than happy with it coming off a of 6P. The colors are definitely not as lively as the 6P, but it's nothing to worry about. I see the blue shift a little, but like some have said, it's something that's, blown way out of proportion it's definitely nothing that can compare to the little qhd screen fiasco that motorola had i remember those <laughs> days those were fun i've had the phone for a week now and i'm loving every minute of it okay i canceled my pixel 2 xl pre-order due to the hype and bought a regular two at best buy coming from the s6 and my preference for a smaller phone has actually worked out okay that guy actually canceled it we told everyone not to but okay Absolutely love this phone so fast and feels great. Hey, blue tint was noticeable at first, but haven't noticed it since. Probably because you look at your phone straight on. Yeah. Also haven't gotten used. Wait, also have gotten used to the sRGB. It doesn't bother me. Uh, let's see. Had mine for a week. Blue tint is there and I'm okay with it. Overall, I'm happy with the phone. Performance is an issue. Oh boy, the camera. Let's see. Doo-doo. Oh boy, that camera. <clears throat> yep. Best phone I've ever owned. No burn in, no grain, only blue at angles. Pixel gate drama was super overblown. And by the way, I'm not picking and choosing. I'm just going with like the first con. Like I'm just scrolling. Like I'm reading these in order. It's amazing. But porn has never looked so good. All right. I won't read the second half of that one. Honestly, I was expecting the worst after all I read, but I've had it for a week now and really don't think any of the complaints I, and really can't think of any complaints I have about it. I put it as side by side with my S8 plus. And it's not as cartoony in my opinion. I love it. Can't see problem. No grain problem. No burn in. Blue shift is hardly more noticeable. I mean, it's like, you so see, you get it. It's like the same thing, right? <laughs> I got it like 50 comments ago. Dude. Well, I was hoping like I would run into one where somebody's like, this is terrible. Oh, I mean, here's no. like, I have no issues. Here's another one. Blue tint noticeable, but now I don't. 
Because our readers aren't uh, full time. of Kool Aid. Like they're reasonable human beings. Seems our like readers were blown out of proportion. I mean, it's like, oh, here we go. I returned mine yesterday. The colors were fine, and I love the overall form factor and software. But in the end, the blue shift was way too much for me. Maybe I had an extreme case, but it was not usable. I'll leave my phone on my desk and so looking at an angle all day. So this guy uh, okay. looks at it. I get that makes sense. That's cool. Let's see. Yeah. So now I'm looking for ones that are bad because all these other people are like, it's fine. This guy oh. says. Fine. I could tell you about my experience. Like I've had the Pixel Two now in hand for a day. Look at Tim's got the penguin. Yeah, penguin. <laughs> it's actually a really nice phone. I I used the Pixel Two and I reviewed the Pixel Two. Kellen reviewed the Pixel Two XL, so that's why we're so happy about this. But yeah. dude, this phone is really good. Yeah, I'm just using a blue wallpaper, so I don't really care about blue tint. Um, that's just how I roll. Uh, there is. You know, when you look at it from the the side, there is like a noticeable <laughs> shift. But I've been using the portrait, like the front facing cameras, like portrait mode. It's like portrait mode in general on this phone is just ridiculous. It blows the iPhone 10 away. It it's insane. Yes. I, I've never been so impressed with like a portrait mode. It's so smart. I never thought I would be impressed or care about portrait mode, but when yeah. you use it on the Pixel 2, it's nuts how good it is. It's insane. And you're saying it's better than the iPhone 10 because you've obviously seen some reviews out there. And like, if you go look at, I don't know, there's a million reviews out there, right, of the iPhone 10 at this point. And a lot of them have done that side by side. And the portrait mode, the Pixel 2 really is that much better. We're it really is. No, of course it. not. No. Most like, of the reviews have said so as well. Yeah, the color accuracy. Uh,. I mean, just the the camera's nuts, yeah. The yeah, the not oversaturation of light. Ah, it's really good. Both of you guys, visual horror. Yeah. Anyway, the comments they're all yeah. great. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, like, I'm look. I'm still scrolling through here. We had the one guy that returned it because he said the blue was an issue. Everyone else, like, here's one. Best display I've ever had. No, a solid display that I enjoy using. Yes, like. That's kind of what we tried to tell everyone. Like, is it the best? No, just use it and you decide. And most of these people, like 99 out of 100, it seems like, because I'm still scrolling. Um, No, this guy says it bugs me a little. All right, there we go. Blue shift I can live with. Faded colors, though, are kind of an eyesore. So hopefully Google, you know, gives us a way to adjust that soon. Anyway, you guys get it. We ask people. So it's not just us. We're not fanboying over here. We're actually telling you what we think. And it looks like people pretty much agree that have the thing in hand. See, we were just making this stuff up, guys. We were just giving Google an excuse. I don't know what else to say. Can we move on from the 2XL display? Are you going to uh, send that penguin back? Or well, I've been telling Google to recall this phone for the past week on Twitter. And now that I actually have it in hand and I have my own personal experience, I should probably take all that back. Uh, I think I think it's a really nice phone. And no, they shouldn't recall it. No one should go returning it. Well, unless you really don't like it, feel free to return anything you want. But if you were on the fence about it, you're like, oh man, I, all this stuff was saying the display was bad. I shouldn't get it. Like, just pick it up, man. Don't, we were just asked yesterday, like, is it safe to buy the Pixel 2 XL? Yes, it is safe to buy People the phone. People are still asking us because they either haven't read our reviews or they still are reading, like, all the BS chamber of the internet that's still dragging the Pixel 2 as much as they can for whatever reason. I have no idea why we're still trying to drag this phone around. But Yeah, <clears throat> yeah the phone's fine. We tried there to tell you that. It's fine. There you go. We're never right. talking about the display. Again. I hope not. Well, there's talk now. Like I saw something like on Reddit or something where like people are trying to create a class action lawsuit against Google for the display. Like, get out of here. Like, are you kidding? For what? <laughs> for what? If I could, I'd get in on some some money if I could. I mean, like, I'll take 10 bucks in like seven years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, I mean, the lawyers behind that, you know, the firm, they probably don't even know what the real issue is. They just, they just want the money. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So, yeah. Let's not even talk about it. No, we're not. Okay. Uh, all right. So next up, this was not a shocker. We knew it was coming. Um, Razer announced their phone. So yeah. I, I, I've got to say, <clears throat> we we don't have the Razer phone. We haven't touched it. I think there was a press event. Like I feel kind of bad because I saw that Razer was announcing a phone and basically just went, I don't really care. It's Razer. It'll probably be like some kind of 
stupid phone that will see no support. No one will care about it. And uh, so we didn't we didn't reach out to them. Nothing. They announced the phone, and it actually looks kind of cool. I I just want to apologize. Like we don't have the phone, and uh, that's because I just I. I I just personally didn't care. So you can all yell at me for that if you want us to have coverage of it at some point. And we'll try to get one in-house now that we see some people actually do care. Um, but yeah, it's official. The uh, the Razer phone. It's uh, it's kind of wild. It looks like a Nextbit Robin, just like Razer style, wouldn't you say? I mean, like we know they, they bought Nextbit. And uh, so it makes sense that it kind of looks that way. But it's definitely got its, uh, got its Razer styling. So... Let's see, to recap this phone, <clears throat> I'll just run through the specs because they're kind of nuts. Cool. Uh, 5.7 inch EXO LCD display, which has a refresh rate of 120 hertz, which I kind of do want to see that in person. That does sound kind of amazing. It's probably awesome. Uh, it has Gorilla Glass 3 on it, which I've seen some people complaining about. I don't really care. Gorilla Glass, like three to four and five i don't know that the improvements were like that big of a deal and hasn't gorilla glass five proven to be a little bit softer than like four like it scratches really easily so i don't right. i don't know that i would worry that much uh it has a snapdragon 835 64 gig storage with sd support eight gigs of ram uh it has a dual camera setup on the back and some of the early looks at it have said like the camera is not really that great but this it's a gaming phone that's not an excuse i'm just saying it's a game <laughs> Uh, 4,000 milliamp hour battery, quick charge four plus. It's probably one of the first phones that actually has quick charge four plus on it. Um, has Dolby Atmos stereo front facing speakers, which are supposedly ridiculously loud. And we're not talking just like little speakers. Uh, we're talking like full blown top to bottom. If you're looking at it, landscape speakers, um, it has, uh, it has no headphone jack, but it comes with a three and a half millimeter adapter. Um, that's actually a DAC and it's THX certified, which is kind of nuts. Um, it only has Bluetooth 4.2, if you care. Uh, it's all metal. It's blacked out, Razer style. Uh, it actually looks kind of cool. I mean, this isn't the phone for me. I'm not a gamer. I don't care about massive front-facing speakers. The phone looks kind of tall, but I mean, if you're a gamer or you just want like the most ridiculously specked out phone ever, it's not bad. It also only costs $699. It looks totally awesome. Uh, I, I should have known better. You know, I kind of thought like it might be a total hunk of junk, but the razor kind of blew me away. Like it, it looks cool. It looks like a beefed up, murdered out yeah. next bit Robin. Yeah, it does. Which is cool. Got a little bit of bezels on there, but those, I mean, huge front facing speakers. Oh, I, hunk- I forgot to mention it runs Nova Prime out of the box, which is yes. kind of cool. That's very awesome. Yeah. with a lot of theming options built in as well. So I, it looks cool. You know, they're launching, like they've got developers lined up for special titles for it and all this stuff to really take advantage of the eight gigs of RAM, 120 hertz refresh rate display. It looks cool, man. And six ninety nine. Yeah, the price uh, actually seems pretty good. Because Razer's not typically like undercutting in value, right? Like it's, Razer stuff's not inexpensive by any means, right? No, it's pretty industry standard pricing, I'd say. And so I mean, 99 seems like a pretty good deal. It's only, only GSM, so no Verizon or Sprint. You have to use this on AT and right. or T Mobile, but uh, yeah, I mean, their computers can be expensive. But I, yeah. I guess I was expecting maybe a little bit more, like even. Well, I just, I, well, I, I guess I just don't know. Phone with this display. It right. has eight gig RAM. Like they put everything in this thing. Oh, it's it's not water resistant at all. I don't think so. No. Nope. Um, so no Mountain Dew spills, but, uh, I mean, it, they, they, they really, they really kind of decked this thing out. Yeah. They it knocked it out of the park on this one. I saw someone in the chat saying like it was dead on arrival or something, but I don't think so. I think, I think you're going to see a lot of hype about, is it going to overthrow Samsung? Like, no, no <laughs> but, they're, not, they're not trying to. Yeah. It's, it's not going to make a blip on the map, but it's a niche phone. That's fine. You can have niche niche. phones. You totally Uh, can. The next bit was, and they sold thousands or a few thousand of that. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not like they're not selling at carrier stores. I don't even know if like best buy is going to sell. Don't you just have to buy it from their site? I mean, they may expand those channels. I wouldn't doubt if like Amazon sells it or something. No. So in store in the U S you can buy, uh, at Microsoft stores. Oh, Uh, okay. Yeah. So any Microsoft store, you can, you can go, I think go in right now and like at least play with it, but then, uh, available November 17th and yeah, you can buy it on their site. And I'd imagine we'll see it at other retailers eventually. Like probably around Christmas time. Yeah. 
So it, it looks cool. We'll we'll try to get one. Again, I, I totally dropped the ball and didn't care, but uh, some people, I think, care about this phone. So we'll try to get one in-house and play with it. Yeah, uh, Leslie in the chat says 120 refresh will consume power. That It, it is variable refresh, so it, it actually shouldn't be consuming any more power versus like a conventional refresh, 60. So I wouldn't worry about that. I think you can even set it at 90. Like there's an in-between mode. Like it's got three different refresh rates. It's, it's cool. Yeah. They addressed it specifically on stage saying, you know, we know it's 120, but it's not going to consume any more power than what displays already do. So yeah, they, they so. thought about that. <laughs> Believe it or not, people get paid to think about those things when they're designing something. And it does have a giant battery. 4,000 milliamp hour. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah. Anyway, looks kind of cool. So that 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 was announced this week. <clears throat> kind of a uh, not under the radar announcement, but like it was coming kind and then it like popped up and it was like, all right, this cool. is pretty sweet. Yeah. Cooler than we expected. <clears throat> Definitely. Uh, all right. So also in new phone news, OnePlus 5T. I think we talked a little bit about the OnePlus 5T last week. And we kind of mentioned that we haven't been writing anything up about it. Um, it, it's the phone name is now official. Like OnePlus referred to it as the OnePlus 5T. So it is coming. I still don't think they've set a, a date. Um, but what they did was they were announced the name in a way as they were talking about how it'll have a headphone jack. Uh, I know the headphone jack going away are big deal for some people. So the OnePlus 5T is coming and it will have a headphone jack. And they wrote a big post about why you'll have one for now. Which probably means next year the OnePlus 6 won't, but uh, that's where we're at. OnePlus 5T is officially coming. It'll have a headphone jack. Yay! <laughs> and again, just look at the Oppo R11s and you'll know what it'll look like. All right. Um, Oreo. This seems like bigger news than I think most people have made out of it. But Samsung opened up a beta for the Galaxy S8 and Galaxy S8 Plus of Oreo, Android Oreo, and the Samsung Experience 9.0. So, I mean, when, when did uh, Oreo drop? A couple months ago now? month ago? Two months ago? It's, it's really hard to say, right? Because we've had developer previews. And- I guess it was August, right? I think it came out of August. Yeah, something like that. So it's been out for a little while. Anyway, Samsung is one of the first. This is not like an official everyone gets it kind of update, but they are pushing Android Oreo to, in the US anyway, uh, T-Mobile Sprint, I believe, and then Unlocked Units. And I think that's pretty much it. And then UK, I'm not sure. I don't know anything about the UK. And it's, <laughs> I think in Korea, it's also there. So anyways, you can get it. Like I have it running on S8 Plus, which is out in my kitchen, so I can't even show it to you. Uh, it's fine. Uh, it's Oreo. There's not a lot of change, I don't think, to the experience. Like I played with it quite a bit last night. I, I, it's not like I found a bunch of cool new features to show you. Like we were going to do a video and talk about how awesome it is, and I couldn't find anything to show you how awesome. It's totally uh, boring. It is really boring. Um, the uh, I thought the performance of it was pretty bad, but it is a beta, so I'm not going to sit here and trash on that. But you're not going to go on Twitter and talk about any bugs or performance issues you're yeah. having with a beta. You're no. you're doing this whole Android blogger thing wrong, <laughs> dude. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, I try not to complain about betas too much because <laughs> I understand what a beta is. Uh, anyway, it's out. Um, I don't know if you can still enroll in it. I think they limit participation, but the the open enrollment for it was yesterday. I'd imagine it filled up pretty cool. Although you jumped on later, like a few hours after open, you were still able to get in. So I jumped in super late. I just opened up that Samsung Plus app and jumped right in. I was good to go. Yeah, so if you have a T-Mobile, I swear it was Sprint too, or an unlocked one and you want in on this, you have to download, which you might already have, actually the Samsung Plus app. And all you do is open that app and you should see like right at the top a box that says open enrollment beta Oreo and you just tap that and you can download it and get right in. Nice. So anyway, feel free to jump on that and let us know if you find out any cool features. Like it has notification dots kind of, but Samsung's terrible implementation of it. I don't know. Oh God. And it defaulted to these like square icons that just don't uh, work with anything. anything. And you can't change them. 
So. Is that something they just disabled for the beta or what? Because, I mean, there was an option there to choose between Squirkle and all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I have no oh. idea. But yeah, like on mine, my inbox icon is like a little blue inbox icon with a giant white box around it. And I can't change that. And it, it, yeah, it's driving me nuts. Um, I was just looking through the list of changes. Like there's this huge list of changes when you get the update. And if you scroll through it, like nothing in there is like, like they did some tweaks to the edge screen. Uh the Samsung keyboard now has a GIF keyboard in it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was going to be this really awesome update. It's not really that cool. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. Um, all right. So essential phone. I know we keep talking about the essential phone, but last week we were talking about how the price <laughs> dropped to like 500 bucks and made it, uh, it made it more, um, I guess an option, but they released another software update this week. And uh, it's supposed to quash, squash bugs. It brought out October security patch and it fixed like touch scrolling and stuff like that. So um, I have, I have the white one now um, Woo! And, and I'm back on the phone with that new update because I want to know like how much better it's been since I reviewed it. And I've been using it for like a day and a half or something like that. And it's, it's kind of awesome again, like the performance stuff that it, that I was complaining about before. A lot of that stuff is actually gone now. Um, there's still like every, like maybe once a day now I've had to clear apps that are running. Cause it just gets a little stuttery. Um, I haven't had that nasty freeze up. You used to get um, the touch responsiveness, like where it used to miss touches all the time. I feel like that's been greatly reduced still happens here and there, but I think that happens on most phones here and there. So I'm not that worried. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a pretty big improvement here. And so I'm going to, I'm going to use it all weekend and probably Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to have a write up on, on new findings in case you're curious about the essential phone. Cause it is only 500 bucks now. So yeah, look Monday or Tuesday, look for a little write up on, uh, if I got any new thoughts on it, God, it's such a sweet phone, dude. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> Shout Anyways. out to, uh, DT in the, uh, in the chat there with the fake news. Very nice. Donald nice. nice. Trump joining us. Yeah. And yeah, and with the fake news, it wouldn't yeah. be right. <laughs> wouldn't Trump be. didn't show up and just shout out. <laughs> Good stuff there. Classic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, oh, Google announced something this week that kind of under the radar as well. Um, it's called Fast Pair. And um, it's just, it's a part of Android Oreo. Well, I shouldn't say Oreo. It's part of Google Play Services 11.7. Um, and it works as far back as Android 6.0. Um, and, and what it is, is if you have um, this fast pair built into like a pair of headphones you buy, um, you turn those headphones on and they're in pairing mode, you put it near your phone, it'll just pop up and say, hey, do you want to pair to this device? So rather than going into Bluetooth settings, refreshing, searching for the device, tapping on it, entering in a code, pairing, doing all that hell. You may not have to do that going forward. Um, unfortunately, the headphone maker has to build the, the technology in. Um, I don't know if that requires special chipsets or just a weird way of coding the Bluetooth within the device. I don't really know how the technical side of it works. Um, but there are a few, like obviously Google's Pixel Buds do this. Um, there's a pair of headphones called the Libratone Q Adapts that they sent us to review um, that do it. And I, and I tried it on the Pixel 2 and it just like instantly fired up, connected, so it does work. Nice. Yeah, I mean, Bluetooth pairing is hell. So anything that improves Bluetooth pairing, I'm all for. <laughs> oh, God, are we talking to Trump still? <clears throat> He's funny. Uh, he just says that Donald says the, the craziest things, the darndest things. <laughs> oh, he's, he sounds like he's leaving us, though. He's heading back to Twitter. Yeah, not enough characters apparently. Although it's oh. <laughs> two hundred characters on here, man, that's that's more than one hundred forty at Twitter. Although yeah. he probably has the update that lets you. I don't know if Don has uh, two eighty on Twitter yet. You'd think he would, right? If anyone was going to have two hundred eighty characters, it'd be the Donald. Can, can we just okay? We <laughs> I know we try to keep politics out of out of out of the show, but yesterday. His like, Twitter account got shut down, right? Got like shut down for it was only like ten minutes or something. Five, yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and it's it's hilarious because it was so the way it all went down. Like the Twitter, I didn't know there was the Twitter government account. Yeah. Apparently, there's a Twitter government account, and like they addressed it. They said uh, Donald Trump's account was shut down. This is technology related, by the way. So stick with me. Oh, 
and they, they sent this tweet like we're investigating it we don't know why it was shut down we'll find out and like some i think it was a journalist somebody on twitter goes you know it'd be really funny if it was like some dude on his way out the door on his last day like shut that thing down and just mic dropped it and took off and sure enough like 20 minutes later the twitter government account comes back and goes uh during our investigation we realized it was a uh it was an employee on his last day walking out the door <laughs> like a customer service rep just went watch this deactivate and peace out that's funny like that's pretty funny whether you like donald trump or not like that's pretty damn funny that's really funny i got a good laugh out of it yeah it's classic so anyway technology related folks see yes we're talking about twitter but yeah, anyway, it has nothing funny. to do with right or left no no, we're not, we're not here to influence that stuff. We just think it's funny that some dude on Twitter. Yeah. Good times. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, this might be final topic, but YouTube TV, Android oh, yeah. TV app is out this week. I got it. I got it installed. It works pretty well, I think. It's got that black background, so it's not too bright on the eyes. Uh, it's nice. I also have it installed on a Shield TV, and it is quite nice. Yeah, because you were saying uh, you were having some issues with the casting of the from the app earlier, which the God, app updated this week too. But. Right, like were you having these issues as well? Like I would go to, I would, I would sync the casting, right? So it says YouTube TV is ready to cast. I would press it, and then it would just spin and not load. So I'd have to stop casting, then recast it, and the app would like be gacking out on me. I mean, I canceled YouTube TV because what. It doesn't have a handful of channels I need, so I was I haven't used it in a long time. I signed back up last night because PlayStation View will no longer let me sign in on Android TV, and I'm not alone. Like a bun- this is happening to multiple people, and it's been a week. Like I can't sign in to the app on Android TV. Uh, I can cast to it. I can sign in on a computer, on apps, wherever. But the Android TV app, like I punch in like my correct credentials and it spins like it's thinking and then just whoosh, reverts right back to the login screen. And it's been like that for a week. Like, oh. good job. Good job, Sony. Um, well, so I signed back up for YouTube TV yesterday because that pissed me off and I'm going to complain heavily to PlayStation for a while until they refund all my monies for like a year or something. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely be listening to you. Yeah, I'm sure. They not even, the not thing even, in a yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> like they care. Uh, someone was uh, asking if, she, oh, sorry, what? I was just going to say, I was just going to have you talk a little bit about YouTube TV. I don't know if we talked a ton about it, just because I know you've been subscribed to it now for a couple of months and whether or not you going to keep it, you like it. I'm definitely, about. I'm definitely going to keep it. I actually really like it. And uh, you know, it's kind of, it's simple and to the point. The UI is really kind of easy to navigate which is something i disliked about like the playstation tv uh i it has enough channels for me it is missing a few i won't name them um but they are I will okay go ahead tnt like right. the blazer oh, last yeah, night of course TNT last night lillard with watch. the step back yes if, if you were only subscribed to youtube tv you missed lillard with the step back three last night yeah. um so they don't have TNT or TBS then. So even like playoff baseball, you would have been screwed out of some of that, or you were because you are signed up. Um, and it doesn't have Food Network, HGTV. Does it have Travel Channel? I don't think so. No. Yeah. So like, so those five channels basically are the reason I can't because I watch a lot of basketball and TNT plays tons of basketball. And when the when the NCAA tournament comes, oh. that's on TBS and TNT and like court tv i don't know they have another channel that they put it that's on. big for you yeah so like that that's like a, that's a huge deal for me and then like when i'm just killing time doing nothing at like 10 o'clock at night a lot of times i just like throw on hgtv and watch stupid house hunters or whatever right i mean like those channels are like my casual watching sort of channel so the fact that it doesn't have those ones it's it's a no-go for me which is too bad because the app is great and there's now an android tv app and playstation view drives me nuts <clears throat> gosh going with your review if you want but those are the channels that i can't yeah uh, live without well i think youtube tv is pretty good yes it is missing a few channels but i like the unlimited uh, dvr functionality that it has it's just really easy to work you know it's something I, I was able just to pick up learn and figure out and just and just go with it so yeah, the apps are super slick like yeah, part of the reason please kind of sucks is the apps are crap the apps totally crap so youtube definitely beats them out in that department uh 
I'd imagine that as YouTube TV grows, right, it's still young. It only just now got to Portland not that long ago that we'll, we'll get some more networks. You know, I'm sure these deals are being chopped up and cut up and tweaked and rearranged and maybe it'll, it'll, it'll get better. You know, all these networks are going to have to learn that th- this is obviously where TV is going. Everything is just being strained. The the more that people can cut down on their internet provider, you know, their ISP, like their bill, their cable bill, like why would I want to pay $250 for internet and TV if I could just pay $35 a month or even up to $50 a month and just pay for internet and just stream everything? Like yeah. it, it works great for me. Yep. So that's the way you should go. cable free for I think over a year now or something like that. So yeah. Uh, I'm with you, but those channels need to come. The only thing I'm worried yes. about is if Google wants those channels, like, are they going to have to raise the price above 35 bucks? My Which guess is, is probably that's <laughs> fine. Well, I think $35 is a damn steal right now. Like you should- 35 bucks is a steal for what you get. <clears throat> and it's, you get a free Chromecast like 45 bucks or 50 bucks. Like I would still dump PlayStation view and pay 50 for YouTube TV. If it gets those channels. So it's not right. like, that's not like the, the price isn't my biggest concern. I'm just thinking if they do add those, they're probably going to have to raise the price, which I'm totally fine with. I would pay up to $50 a month for that. No problem. Um, or even if they add like a special add on package for an extra five or 10 bucks a month, you know, something yeah. like a, like another sports package. That I don't know. Like they had a license with Turner broadcast network or just to have this, the mm-hmm. games of something NBA or whatever. That'd be awesome. Or like a Mac, uh, March Madness, Madness package. Like for $15 that month, you get all the games. That'd be cool. So the point is, YouTube TV is good. You get a free Chromecast after you've paid for a month, which is totally awesome. Oh, yeah. uh, I just took advantage of that when I signed up last night. Exactly. So I signed up through my with my G Apps account, and so I got one through there. But then because I couldn't use the family sharing with the G Suite, I had to cancel that account, sign up through a Gmail account, and so I got another Chromecast. So I'm just like I'm swimming in Chromecast over here. So many Chromecasts. So I'm just looking at Turner's um, channel lineup right now. I forgot they they own Cartoon Network. They yep. also own CNN. They own the NBA channel. I forgot about that. Yep. So yeah. So if they true TV, that's the other one that they do, uh, that they do the NCAA tournament on. So yeah, we need Turner to get on board here. Let's go. We need Turner. Cause that's yeah. like, come on, Ted. I mean, true TNT, TBS, NBA TV, CNN, Cartoon Network. I mean, those are like kind of pretty standard channels that I could live without CNN. Well, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I could definitely <laughs> live without freaking CNN. Um, but NBA channel, I could use that. Uh, some of the people were asking about Hulu live. I was using Hulu live for like that week trial and it was actually pretty good. I, it had a little bit more access to some of those shows that I like say my girlfriend wants to watch like the reality TV stuff or like bachelor in paradise and whatever, uh, which YouTube TV also has, but it had access to more of it. I don't know. Either way, I wasn't paying for YouTube TV and Hulu Live, so I said I'm sticking with YouTube. Uh, it's just a better experience. So Hulu, Hulu Live, Live can, is one I haven't really looked at. I'm looking at it now. It's not bad. Like, and so it's, it actually it's has price. NBC Sports Northwest, which is Blazers, which is a huge deal to me. Okay, get over it. <laughs> I know, but like these are the things I watch on TV, right? Like if I'm going to pay for TV, like these are the things I need. Right. Does it not have the Turner networks though? It's got the Viacom stuff, right? Well, yeah. So Turner. it's got MTV, Comedy Central. Ooh, Hulu Live looking good. It's got am, Turner. Am I about to dump Does YouTube TV? Has Hulu? TV? <laughs> Does There's it have, a reason I dropped it, man. Does it, have it has food. I mean, this is actually kind of looking like a, it's got Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports 2 for all that soccer action. How much is it a month? I have no idea. I haven't gotten there yet because I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> the app's probably trash, though, don't you think? Well, there is no app, right? It, oh, uh, I think that's why I stopped using it. Is it's because, forty bucks a month? Yeah, bad. forty bucks a month. Someone in the chat, does it? Can you? There is yeah. no app, right? In terms of like a Hulu Live app that you can cast. I remember I was only able to watch the stuff on a laptop. And I think then, that it says there's an app. And We're then you could Chromecast it. I know. I'm very sorry, everybody. No, it's totally fine. Like, this is like, you know, my favorite riveting stuff. 
DVR is an add-on though, so we're starting to get expensive. Maybe this is like through the Hulu app. Yeah, does anyone actually have this thing? Does anyone know? Tim and I have no nothing, obviously, about Hulu Live. Yeah, people keep saying check out DirecTV. No, it's not going to happen. DirecTV now, now I can't do it. Sorry. Okay, so it must just be through the Hulu app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stream live TV. It's just through the Hulu app. But I don't think. I mean, they definitely don't have an Android TV app. No. Yeah, live. So- there is a hulu app for android tv just not hulu live I don't, and i don't oh, think you can it? access hulu live through the android tv app for hulu so i'm installing everything right now i know um yeah so you can't install this hulu app on but you said there is actually a hulu android tv there is a hulu android tv app at least on my shield tv there is Oh yeah, Hulu for Android TV. It's rated three stars. Must do absolutely nothing. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. All right, well that's good to know. Oh, I got something to check out now. Is there like a free trial? Because I'm not there, about to... there is a trial. Okay, because I'm not about to pay for this. All right, good stuff. I'm glad we talked through that. Yeah, I still <laughs> think Netflix and YouTube TV is like the best setup, at least for my life. I mean. I really haven't even been watching much TV just because Netflix programming has just been so amazing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we, for the most part, we watch a lot of Netflix and the kid watches lots of Netflix. And then we have movies on Google play movies. And uh, like, those are the two we're in the most. And then, yeah, then I watch sports, soccer and basketball. (laughs) And then wife watches Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, what else do you want to talk about? Anything? Uh, I don't have much to say. I want to give a shout out to the Seattle area uh, for some reason. Derek, yep. shout out to you. Shout out to all of America and across the world. I do hope we, everyone uh, has a fantastic weekend. Do we like Seattle? No, not personally. I don't. <laughs> I, I like I like their coffee. I mean, their coffee's pretty good. I, I drink Starbucks every morning, like the little, in my little Keurig. Mm. but uh other than that no seattle can suck it <laughs> i don't i hate this little portland seattle back and forth we're doing here we don't exactly we don't actually like despise seattle either. no no i do i don't like the seahawks i don't like the sounders i don't like the thunderbirds i don't like anything that's ever come out of seattle besides the coffee you like kevin durant i love me some kevin durant although he's out of he's out of texas so, no, I know, but like he played there. There's like a subtle connection, but that's connection is long gone, huh? Seattle, no more NBA team. Huh? No, sucks. I mean, the Mariners are okay. Like, I'm not worried about them ever like doing anything special, no, <laughs> so, except to over overpaying for Canel. Other than that, I'm good. Um, any word on when the Huawei Mate 10 Pro will be in the U.S.? The only person I've seen that has one is Flossie Carter. He's got like the in with Huawei apparently. Is he uh, the US version or does he just have one? I don't know. He just has a Mate 10 Pro. And I was like, what? Because I haven't heard from them yet. So as soon as we have some information in terms of US availability, we'll let you know. Yeah. I do like Nirvana. That's a great Nirvana. I also like Jimi Hendrix, also from Seattle. So those are two groups that I enjoy very much. We could separate music from Seattle. Yes. Exactly. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> um, All right. Anything else? I think that's pretty much it. It's a short show this week. Was it really? Short show. No, it's about an hour. It's actually right about an hour. Well, there you go. Uh, we'll probably be back next week. Things are winding down a little bit. Apologies if like we skip a week here and there. It's just like that end of the year where there's not a lot of new phones, not a lot of crazy stuff going on. But uh I do have again next week essential uh essential phone new thoughts after these updates. I do have all these Moto X fours. Nice. I'm like swimming in Moto X fours. I got like the regular one. I got the Android one one. So we'll, I'll I'll start using these two. I don't have any thoughts on them. I'm sorry. I mean they feel nice in hand, but uh the camera home's ugly. There's my initial review. I think that's pretty nice. much it. Uh, uh real quick. Lucas in the chat. I think it was Lucas. Uh, yes, it was. He was saying V30 or Pixel 2 XL. You can't, I don't think you can go wrong with either one, really. It's all just depends on if you want the skin or stock Android. Personally, I would lean Pixel 2 XL just with 
like the camera is really, really good and the software is amazing. So just, I would go to XL. Yeah. I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think I'm the same software camera is why I would go that. Just, I just think that I think the pixel two's camera is phenomenal. Like it takes such it's good scary. pictures and then we just like stock Android. So yeah. Cool. It's not, it's not stock Android. It's the pixel skin, the I pixel experience. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we'll wrap up. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This was a deal show episode 157. Also, thanks for joining us on short notice. If you're watching live, cause we kind of just whipped this up out of nowhere. So, uh, have a great weekend. Peace. Peace.